I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us Thursday edition of the program. Yesterday we teased it. Donald Trump said he had a major announcement to make. And I got to be honest with you, Buck, it feels a little bit like the Christmas story when he gets the leg lamp and he just keeps saying it's a major award, it's a major award. So Trump's tease... Buck, you said maybe he's going to come back to uh, Twitter. I not a bad guess. Not a not bad, a bad guess, guess at all. I thought it was a really good one. Um, I said maybe he's going to start some sort of vice presidential reveal process. Instead, and this is trending all over social media, he has himself in a superhero costume that is a NFT. It's basically a digital card. Like non fungible token? Card. Yeah. Non fungible token is what it's called, which doesn't mean anything to like ninety eight percent of our listenership, I would imagine. Uh but basically it's like a baseball card or a football card or a comic book card that is only available digitally, and I think they're selling them for like a hundred dollars. Now I understand this is kind of funny, but I also wonder in what world would you be teasing this as if it's some sort of major announcement and then this is the result? And I and I think this just kind of ties in part and parcel. Buck, you and I both thought Trump's announcement, while ill-timed in, in given, the, uh, given the overall outcome of the midterm elections, was actually not a poor announcement at all. But since he announced that he's running for president again in 2024, he hasn't really done anything, which makes you wonder what was the point of announcing in the first place. And also, 
a lot of what he's done. I mean, the releases about Glenn Youngkin and Ron DeSantis, which frankly were not helpful, and now teasing that you're going to have a major announcement and it's just this NFT thing, like a digital trading card. I understand why, even though Ron DeSantis has not announced, a lot of people are just kind of looking around and saying, there's just the sizzle now. There's not the substance behind the sizzle. Does that make sense? Trump has been great at, and, and it's a big part, Buck, of, of, of being able to win an election is having the sizzle and the substance. It feels to me now increasingly like Trump is just putting out the sizzle and there's not much substance behind it at this point. Does that make sense to you? Well, given also where he is, uh, when Trump was saying we're not tired of winning yet, he could do anything and it was funny. It was, you know, anything along these lines, yeah. right? He could, he could, uh, take a moment of levity or distract from the major policy issues because we were winning because things were going really well. We just had a pretty disappointing midterm election. Yes. And Trump has started to see some major softness in the polling among Republicans, right? I know I'd guess 30, 40% of our listeners right now are not in that category at all. They think Trump is the only guy. He's the only one. But remember, the GOP, when Trump was in office, there was something like a 97% support and approval for yes. Donald Trump of the entire GOP when he was in office. Liked what he was doing. Now we're looking more at, you know, 60%, 50%, 40% depends on the poll you look at. So it just feels like it's not really the time for a joke announcement like this. Uh, now people could also say it's for, it's so early. It doesn't matter. And okay, fine. But why is, why is Trump selling $99, uh, digital imagery? as a Christmas gift right now and not have it. If he said this was raising money for like one of the great charities, for example, yeah, that right. we represent on this show, I'd say brilliant. I get it. He's trying to raise yeah. money. I haven't seen that yet. So what is this all about? What is the purpose of this? And, and who is advice? I got to tell you, I worry about who's advising president Trump right now. Who's around him talking to him and telling him things that really, could have an impact on his thinking about what he's doing because uh, i don't know and what i'm seeing right now is it, it feels like there's a there's a it's a drift it feels like there's something lacking something missing right now in the focus um look that all may change it is december it's almost christmas break i get it but i'm just gonna say it you know a lot of people are are a lot of people are taking this whole thing very poorly who are Trump supporters, I will say. Right. I've had them reaching out to me ever since this drop saying, what is he doing? Yeah. And, and I mean, we'll open up phone lines, 800-282-2882. I think a lot of people don't know hardly what we're talking about. You can go to clayandbuck.com. We'll put up kind of the image so you can check it out. We'll also have Clay and Buck tweet out uh, exactly what he's doing. And this ties in with the looming Trump versus DeSantis uh, issue. Now, I was reading this morning, I believe, in the Wall Street Journal, they said the Florida legislature is going to be in session until mid-May, and so it's unlikely that DeSantis would make any decision, which is kind of squares with our timeline that we thought, hey, he'll decide in June, July, sometime in the summer, uh, what exactly he wants to do when it comes to running, and a lot can change between now and then, but this is 
what I would say, Trump needs something to go his way in the winter, spring, where you come back, and this was the poll you put up, Buck, and and, and honestly, I think it's a, a really intriguing question. If he were to actually get indicted, does it work in his favor? In other words, do people rally around him? Because I think certainly when Mar-a-Lago got raided, many people responded. When was that? August, I think, if I'm not mistaken, when that uh, FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago happened. A lot of people said, this is unacceptable, uh, and everyone rallied around Trump. Remember, I think Democrats are desperate for Donald Trump to be the nominee. So there's been this discussion of, oh, Democrats are trying to knock Trump out of the running by deciding to bring charges against him. I'm, I'm not really sure that that's true. I almost think that charges being brought against Trump help him, and well, I wonder if Democrats know that. 65% of the respondents to that poll uh, that I put out, non-scientific, unscientific poll, uh, but 65% of them think that it would rally the GOP base around him. But I would also always put into the mix in these discussions that the Democrat base has been promised. They, they, they have been told for years that the apparatus will get Trump. Yes. And and that that may make them do things that aren't even necessarily politically sound in the election in the electoral sense, but are are just something they have to do in order to placate the most rabid fans. I mean, if you want to start, uh, there is one right now. Um, but you know, it's so easy. The easiest thing in the world is to be some some leftist hack and start a Trump special counsel indictment watch podcast. Yeah. And just do every, every tiny, minute update of every investigation. There is an audience of Trump, Trump derangement syndrome libs who this is all they want to listen to. This, they think this is the single most important thing out there. And so you'll see if you go on the podcast rankings, you'll see some of these shows you say, what, what is this? And it's just another version of the drip, drip, drip. We're going to get Trump. Guys, not even in political office. He's hanging out at Mar-a-Lago playing golf and spending time with family. And they're still listening to podcasts every day about how Trump is going to get arrested any day now. And it's because of Mar-a-Lago or obstruction or taxes or, you know, all this, this whole list of things. People have lost their minds over this. I mean, the same way, Clay, that we're walking, we're walking around still and seeing, maybe you don't see it in Tennessee, but when I'm up in New York City, you got double maskers. When I was in the DMV recently, employees, double masking. Here we are this deep into it, still double masking. And with Trump, it's the same thing. There are people for whom it doesn't matter how much less rational it is to be fixated on this than it ever was. They want this. Did you see, this reminds me, the, the superhero Trump thing that he is selling. I don't even remember if we discussed this, but there was a report and I think this I do think this is really funny that when Trump was coming out after his COVID treatment, he contemplated being wheeled. Did you do you remember this story? He he, he contemplated being shirt wheeled underneath? out. Yeah. Yes, yes, being wheeled out in, <laughs> in a wheelchair. And then in front of the media and everyone, he was going to stand up and rip uh rip his shirt open. To reveal himself wearing a Superman uh, shirt, which is, I think, hysterical. Well, in that case, I think it actually would have been really funny. 
And I love a lot of the Trump humor and the showmanship yes. and, and what he's capable of at rallies. I think, though, just and I'm talking about people that I've talked to since this only broke, what, maybe an hour ago, two hours ago. But I've been getting text messages from different different folks who are Trump supporters. They are pro-Trump to this day. They want him to be the nominee and the president of the United States. But the the feedback you're getting from some of those folks is Herschel Walker just lost in Georgia. We didn't take the Senate. We didn't have the red wave in Congress. Joe Biden is the president right now. We can all sit around and argue about why that is. But Joe Biden is the president. We are tired of losing. We are not tired of winning. We are tired of losing. And we would like a focus on winning again. And I think even for the most ardent Trump supporter of the GOP faithful, I think that's fair. I think it's fair now to say, all right, everybody, it's it's big boy time. It's it's time to show some results and get things done. I know we're two years off from the election. I understand there's a lot that's going to happen between now and then, but that focus should kick in sooner than later. I think it's a good point. What is the best result that Republicans have had since the 2020 election? I think there's only one that Glenn Young can win, right? I mean, because if you look at all of 22, in terms of a win that you weren't anticipating... There were no huge wins. None. There were no huge wins. Lombardo won the governorship of Nevada for Republicans. That was almost the only big statewide win. Now, you can say Ron Johnson. It was great to have him win in Wisconsin, but I think it's 100% Glenn Youngkin. I've got another one for you. What's the big win we've had since 2016 when Trump won? And since we had unified control of the House and the Senate? Yeah. Since 2016, which was an amazing election, was, yes. you know, the, the, the most joyous, the, the, the best election I can remember, okay, in my lifetime as an adult. That was amazing. Since 2016, what is the election we've said, that's awesome. We really got it done. 2018, not very good. 2020, super disappointing. 2022, pretty disappointing um you know DeSantis racked up the huge win in this last uh, gubernatorial election which signaled a shift in Florida of millions of votes which was a massive a sea change and made Florida solidly red and really now Florida as a state I mean you could argue still Texas but Florida is really the capital of the GOP at least in spirit in many ways at this point in time but if you're looking for other major wins, we haven't had them. And, and so I, think the I do think there's a degree that... of there's a degree of frustration, right? When you're the reigning champ, you make all the jokes you want. When you when you've lost a few bouts, I, I think I think people only want to see you out there jogging, training, hitting a heavy bag, getting it done. No, that's a great point. But I would say since sixteen, the only kind of unexpected wow, thank you win that Republicans have had in a statewide race may well be Glenn Youngkin as governor of Virginia. And I think that's worth thinking about in terms of contextualizing where the party is in a mental state aspect right now as we start to look ahead towards 2024. Yeah, I mean, we, we all understand what it's going to be. How do we win the necessary voters in Pennsylvania, in Georgia, in Arizona, Nevada, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, maybe a couple of other states, maybe New Hampshire. You know, how do we win those states? That's it. Yeah. That determines control of the government, control of the future of the country for at least four years. So, you know, I think that work begins now. I'm happy to see that. Looks like there's uh, some real 
Uh, there's a real, you know, Harmeet Dillon is running for RNC chair, and uh, she's a very smart, very serious lady. And let's actually let that process play out. Uh, she's obviously running against Ronna McDaniel. There hasn't been major shifts on the Republican side in leadership yet. But Mike Lindell is also running. I mean, that's going to be a uh, battle in the RNC, right? But I, I do think that it is it is time for us. Uh, people sometimes say about the GOP, you know, you got to know what time it is. It is wake up time, everybody. Uh, we, you know, the, the time for a lot of a lot of jokes and uh, and silliness in terms of the leaders of the party. Uh, I'm I'm not really feeling that so much right now. I think everybody wants to see us get some some really big uh, some really big wins. Uh, we got a lot coming your way, actually. You know, Clay, there's an AOC movie. I saw there's an AOC documentary out movie. there. Yeah, you know, we were talking yesterday about people waiting in line for hours and hours. Clay had a whole camping thing set up in Nashville to go see the AOC movie. I'm, of course, kidding. Neither of us would ever see that movie, even if someone paid us a lot of money. But we'll tell you about it and uh, and other important things coming up here in a few moments. I met a lot of people this year doing great things. That includes the people running the preborn pregnancy clinics nationwide. Over the course of more than 15 years, they've saved the lives of hundreds of thousands of babies. They do that by offering a free ultrasound to an expectant mother in crisis, someone who's deliberating life for her child uh, or whether she's going to have an abortion. Most of the time, when they meet their unborn child via ultrasound and see that heartbeat, they'll decide on life. And that's our goal, to help this nonprofit organization with a gift this holiday season. Their staff provides counseling and support, including all new, all the new items that a mom might need at home. It starts with that free ultrasound, though. That's the beginning of this process. One ultrasound costs just $28 or $140 would allow you to help rescue five babies' lives. If you can donate one amount or another through a match right now, your gift is doubled. A hundred percent of your gift goes to saving babies. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. Speaking truth and having fun. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. 
Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's GovGovX.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart, and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome, in everybody, to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, Hour 2. And uh, like I said in the, in the last hour, Clay and I are both really curious if you are a Republican midterm voter who split the ticket, because we have a lot of data to go with, but that has been sifted through and analyzed at this point that shows if you don't have Republican ticket splitters in Arizona and Georgia and Pennsylvania, Republicans take the Senate. The red wave happens. Republicans also take the Arizona and Pennsylvania uh, governor's races. This is just by the numbers of people who voted. So if anyone wants to share out there with us, I'm very curious to hear from uh, people that that felt felt that was the right move for them under the circumstances. We also have um, after the Trump superhero nft situation by the way see henry cavill will no longer be the actual movie superman anymore i did see that that was trending people were pretty mad about that yeah what did you think about his performance as superman that's not he's just not i think he looks the part obviously but not good superman superman movies um made with henry cavill i'm just gonna say it they were not very good uh the christopher reeves original superman movies are way better um, way better movies. Superman 1, Superman 2. Other Christopher Reeves was a great Superman. Um, but anyway, so Trump had these NFTs out, but he actually has also put out some, remember what, what was I saying the last hour? Focus on the, focus on the platform, the message, getting it done and winning. And I already got some message people saying, Oh, but you know, why are you? Well, that's actually what Trump has now decided in the last hour he's going to start doing today. I don't know if he's listening to the show, but we have some, policy stuff to discuss now what i asked for i said hey maybe trump to do some policy things today 
And guess what he just did? Put out some policy. So see, we're, 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 we're coaching our side as best we can here. Here is Trump announcing his free speech platform for 2024 executive orders that he will sign. He just put out this video on Truth Social. Play 27. Within hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis- or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship. Second, I will order the Department of Justice to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime, which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. I think, Clay, this is this is Trump recognizing that without free speech, you can't have free elections. Absent true, meaningful free speech, we don't live in a free society. The biggest threat to democracy is not what a relative handful of people did on January 6th. It's what big tech, big media, um, and, uh, and, and their Democrat allies did to censor debate in our country. Here's my issue. He's 100% right on all this. Buck. Who's advising Trump? Most people are not going to see what we just played you today. Trump put out a six or seven minute statement nailing this issue of First Amendment uh, restriction of the unholy alliance between big tech, big media, and the Democrat Party. He did it on the same exact day within a couple of hours of releasing these superhero NFTs. So... Your point, I think, was an astute one in the first hour. The media cycle is all going to be focused on the relative paucity of seriousness of these NFTs, right? Whatever you think about them. And they're going to miss this, the stake, right? The sizzle gets the attention instead of the stake. Now, here's the thing. What Trump did so well in 2016, and a lot of times very well in 2022, Buck, 2020 as well, was he was able to give something substantive like this First Amendment policy, but he also had some sizzle on top of it to draw in everybody to pay attention to what he was doing. That showmanship element. Here, he's diluting his policy perspective on the First Amendment, which is 100% right, with the sizzle that has nothing to do with it, which is him standing around in these artificial NFTs, uh, basically, how would you even describe this? Like photoshopped imagery that they're selling for $99. Why release these things on the same day, in other words? It just seems like a huge mess. So I, I, I will just say this. We were talking last hour about who's advising him right now, and I would take this as a moment to show you and I come on here and we say, uh, we're, we're Trump voters who like the guy and think that he's done amazing things for the country and think that he was a very good president. But dropping these NFTs and saying it's a big announcement was not a was not a strategically sound move. OK, it's just not. Correct. So people can yes. get mad and say, oh, but why are you playing into their hands? 
Because an hour later, he does exactly what we're saying Trump should be focused on. That is an admission from inside the Trump camp. Oh, okay. We shouldn't have done the NFT thing today. We should have done the speech executive orders thing today. That is why they are doing this. So I just, I just want everyone to be clear. You know, we, we can all sort of sit around and, and look at everything that Trump does in this process of winning the Republican nomination and just say all of it is great. Or we can say, hold on a second. Trump's got great things to say on free speech. Let's get him on that issue. NFTs another day. I, you know, this is just, I think, being fair-minded about what we're seeing unfold in this campaign. Also, Buck, it may be indicative of two different divergent groups advising him. And let me explain what I mean by this. Commerce, a.k.a., hey, let's make money, is certainly a big part of Trump. I get it. I'm a business person, too, much less successful than Trump. But I get the entrepreneurial aspects. I get the goal to continue to uh to to be able to build businesses that matter that may be one side of the conversation that's going on and that's the nft that's like let's put out these trump uh these trump nfts non-fungible tokens basically baseball card like digital events and then on the other side you have the policy team and they're saying hey now is the time for you to put out your first amendment policies and what you will do if you are in office they may not be talking to each other And so you end up canceling each other out because on the same day, you're putting out two contradictory messages. One is commerce, let's have fun, ha-ha, look at Trump dressed up like a superhero. The other one is very concrete First Amendment. And what I'm saying is the best of Trump is when the, the sizzle meets the steak. Here we have the sizzle colliding with the steak. Nobody's going to notice this First Amendment discussion. It's going to get almost no attention. In the mainstream press, well, we're, and everybody's going to ridicule we're him over to, the NFT. We're, we will. We're, we're trying to we're give it some attention best, right now because but the I think it needs. Media is not covering it, it, this. Oh no, of course. But I'm saying, you know, so this is why I think it's incumbent yeah. upon us. So here he is again from the statement that Trump just put out in the last hour on right now Twitter. As we all know, this is massively important. Want to talk about winning elections? Having a free speech platform, a social media platform that allows for issues, ideas, candidate. Remember, candidates were being shadow banned, my friends. Candidates for office were being uh, you know, surreptitiously blacklisted, essentially. Uh, it was almost like a, a covert action program against some of these candidates. Of course, they're all Republicans. This stuff really matters. Here's Trump saying. Again, just released in the last hour that you need a, you should need a court order to take down some of this online content that's been shadow banned. Play 28. The time has finally come for Congress to pass a digital bill of rights. This should include a right to digital due process. In other words, government officials should need a court order to take down online content, not send information requests such as the FBI was sending to Twitter. Furthermore, when users of big online platforms have their content or accounts removed, throttled, shadow banned, or otherwise restricted, no matter what name they use, they should have the right to be informed that it's happening, the right to a specific explanation of the reason why, and the right to a timely appeal. When I am president, this whole rotten system of censorship and information control will be ripped out of the system at large. There won't be anything left 
By restoring free speech, we'll begin to reclaim our democracy and save our nation. There we He's go. He's 100% right, Buck. Yep. He's 100% right, and this should be the story of the day, not him standing in ridiculous outfits uh, that he's selling. Right. Well, well, I just want to sense why isn't, you know, because I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't think that there are people advising Trump that listen to the show because you and I both know there are. Every week from now until it's official that, you know, he's the Republican nominee or, or at some date in the future, there should be there should at least be one Trump video five minutes long where he's just like, these are the key issues. This is what I see going on and really yep. get into it. Really provide that context and, you know, do it on Truth Social if you're not going to do it on Twitter, but show people the seriousness and the dedication to not just winning, which is obviously critical, but to fixing the country again. What was it all about in 2016? Fixing the problems and speaking for the forgotten men and women of America. Get back to that. And this thing is going to the rocket ship starts to take off when that happens. Yeah, it's about discipline and about planning. I mean, he's 100% right on all of this. None, you guys are hearing it because we're going to share it with you. None of the media that needs to hear this, none of the independent voters that need to hear this, none of the squishy Trump Republicans that need to hear this, by and large, are going to ever know that he put this out because right now the number one trending topic is the NFTs, these kind of silly uh, digital photos of Trump. And by the way, his announcement has a good sense of humor. It's clearly designed to be fun and funny, and he gets it. But why would you conflate these two things, the serious and the funny, almost simultaneously at the exact same time? This thing breathing on its own, Trump really kind of laying out a policy that he's 100% right on as it pertains to digital freedom and the ability of people to share their opinions and not be banned for them. And what's the number one thing that I've said I'd like to see from Elon Musk? I think that every time the government buck makes a request to censor an account or to pull down uh, what someone has said online, that should be public. Some of it's justified. Some of it's true. But we should know as citizens what is the United States government attempting to keep us from seeing because I think that will mean that there are far fewer censorship requests. Trump's right about this. It's going to get drowned out by all this craziness associated with um, uh, with the NFTs. Yeah, and in the meantime, I, I'd like to see the people in this Biden White House own their mistakes. Even this week, they wouldn't do it with the news on inflation. They make a big deal that inflation's gone down from 77 to 7.1%, not acknowledging that it was 7.1% last November or 1.2% the year before that. But it actually takes some uh, some guts to make an admission about failure. It actually takes a certain level of testosterone in your system to accept Amen. you've made a mistake, you've made an error. This Biden White House needs chalk, everybody. That's spelled C-H-O-Q. Among other things, chalk has the male vitality stack, which is a daily supplement that gives you the needed amount of testosterone to power through the day at full strength. It's an amazing product. Chalk supplements are lab tested twice for purity and potency. You'll realize that once you start taking it, feeling on top of your game and replenished in all the right ways. Chalk's products are online right now at chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck. You'll save yourself 35% off any Chalk subscription for life. That's a great offer. 35% off for the life of your subscription. 
Of course, you can cancel any time, but you're not going to want to when you feel the benefits of chalk. And the ladies, by the way, there's chalk supplements for ladies, too, that you should definitely check out. Chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com is the website. That's chalk.com. Make sure you use promo code BUCK, and you'll get a 35%. The torch of truth, past and still lit every day. The Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. So we got lines lit up all over the place. People really want to talk to us about the uh, topics of of the day. And that obviously includes the uh, recent statement put out by uh, former President Trump on, on free speech and, and social media online. So we will get into that. Also interesting that we're seeing now a lot more movement toward banning TikTok. I mean, banning TikTok. Yeah. A, a social media platform that you would not be that has millions and millions of users in this country uh, that would have the government just saying not allowed anymore. I mean, essentially kick it out of America. That, that's a that's a strong move. So we may want to get back into a, a conversation on that a little bit. But that's just been breaking in the last couple of days. Uh, more and more state governments are banning the use of TikTok or the downloading of the app on their devices. I don't devices. even know how that would work, Buck. Like, how do you ban can you think of anything that has been banned on the internet that actually is able to maintain that ban? And like, I mean, you... it's not. There's nothing inherently illegal about TikTok, right? This isn't TikTok isn't being used as part of a conspiracy to sell people illegal drugs or something. It's you know, it's not like the Silk Road or whatever that dark yeah, website right. was, right? It's uh, it, it's uh, this is inter- interesting. I mean. I'm not as as quick to be like, oh, well, the Chinese are able to spy on everything everybody's doing. Like, well, really? Like, how exact? I, I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm just saying I want to know how that is because, hey, everybody, if the government can just shut down a social media platform because they say it's like really bad for, you know, reasons that are unspecified, what else can the government just shut down for unspecified reasons that are just really bad? Think about the precedent. It's a literally, I'm hearing a lot of Republicans, oh, China's going to spy on you. Is China spying on us? Is this stuff kept on U.S. servers? Can we monitor if it's kept on U.S. servers or if it's transferred to any other server? You know, I just want more information. I see it's a lot of people, oh, TikTok, the Chinese spying up. Okay, maybe. But everybody should know why, because the government just saying, you this app no longer exists in America when millions of people are using it. Um, I think we should have a, a, a more robust conversation about this because i i do look at the slippery slope and i do realize that it is slippery also it's weird buck because at outkick we got a video band that was talking about what we discussed on this show earlier this week the frisbee golf association has banned transgender athletes that is men who identify as women so we had one of our employees doing a tiktok video discussing that and tiktok banned it which is a super woke decision to make because they said it was, uh, you know, threatening transgender people or something. Just discussing Wait, that it, news here, by the way, this is we we have this actually. Representative Gallagher saying that TikTok is like digital fentanyl. Let's play clip six. It is time that we do something to stop TikTok from becoming the most powerful media company in America because the fundamental problem is that TikTok is owned by ByteDance and ByteDance is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. That's why FCC Commissioner Brennan Carr has called it digital fentanyl. It's both highly addictive and ultimately you can trace it back to the CCP. The issue is not just that the CCP via ByteDance, via TikTok can track your location, can track your keystrokes, can 
compile a dossier on you. The issue increasingly is that a lot of young Americans get their news from TikTok, which will allow TikTok to censor news according to the dictates of the Chinese Communist Party. Okay, so one thing is, Clay, if they do ban it, you know, you you know some people, I know some people, can we clone the TikTok app, call it something else, based <laughs> in America? Because this is going to be the most popular social media app. I mean, Twitter for conversation, but I mean, TikTok, it, it is addictive. By the way, they said the same things about Facebook and Instagram years ago. This is not anything that's new. Um, I, I think it's, uh, there's a lot going on. Who's banning it? How is it being banned? Under what, under what pretext? So could we just create a TikTok competitor in America that's U.S. based and wouldn't run into this problem? Or is the problem that it's so addictive? Because people also said that about TV in the fifties. Like, I want to know what the lines are here. I know my kids and many kids out there use TikTok now like it's Google. So it is by far the most popular. If you've got kids who are, let's say, between the ages of, you know, 13 and, and 20, they're on TikTok more than anything. Buck, my one question that I would have for lawmakers, because I do think it's intriguing, the Chinese aspect here. I, how about a policy, and I'm just tossing this out there, that if China bans American tech companies from being able to exist in their country, I, do, I believe I'm correct. I know Twitter's not allowed in China, and I believe Google is not allowed in China. Correct. I think yes. I'm correct in that, right? Yes, I was in China and had to leave my cell phone behind because of all this, yeah. Okay, so if China can ban American-owned tech companies in their country, why not just say, hey, our general proposition is we're not going to allow Chinese-based tech companies access to our audience when you don't allow American companies access to yours? Be because our big tech companies write a lot of checks to politicians in wow. America, and the big tech companies want access to the Chinese market in whatever way they can get it, as we know. I I, so, I get that, but I'm just saying if, if Google and Twitter are no, not allowed I mean, there I, now, yeah. I agree with logic. your premise. I'm yeah. just saying that the reason that that's not happening and that hasn't happened yet, and I think it'd be challenging is because you got to you got to follow the money on this. Anyway, the TikTok thing I find interesting just because I feel like people are going along with this like, yeah, we just need to ban this app. It's like, okay, well, under under what authority? What are the reasons? Uh could we reconstitute a competitor to TikTok because this is obviously right. Imagine if Facebook was the fastest growing. Imagine we go back to like circa 2005, 2006. Facebook is revolutionizing social media and they say, "Well, this is banned." Wouldn't you want to build the next thing? You know what I mean? Let, let's build a version yeah, of no, what I Facebook does. I think does. you're 100% right about the business opportunity. I also just don't know about how would it work? I mean, there are lots of TikTok influencers making millions of dollars, right? American-based kids, you know, college kids, uh, and, and a little bit older. So how do you ban a site like this? Like, I just don't know. Like, I can't – the kids are smarter with technology, by and large, than most adults are. I feel like they would find a way to get on TikTok. And then what are you going to do if someone continues to use the app? Are you going to arrest them? Like, I feel like there's not a lot of thought about what this... I, I think your precedent uh, point is a prescient one. And I also feel like it's almost impossible to ban something that is super popular. Well, I, I just want to know, for for example, and this is what comes up in my in my mind right away, and maybe this is going too far. We will get your calls, by the way, if you're on hold. I, I know we've got everyone... A lot of people fired up about what's going on right now. But I'll just say this on TikTok. If the premise is, this is dangerous because we say so, why can't a Democrat administration say, truth social 
is way too involved in insurrectionist talk and, you know, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Truth Social is gone now. I'm, I'm just wondering. Twitter. Why, if they don't like Twitter. the way that Elon is running Twitter, why could they not say this is a misinformation source? Now, maybe it's because it's American-owned, and that's the difference. Maybe that's their mm. argument. But it is a slippery slope to set the precedent of, we think this could be dangerous, so we're going to ban it. I mean, and, and if, by the way, it's that TikTok will allow the Chinese Communist Party to to get through Apple security, to uh, implant, you know, surveillance software, or whatever. Well, we should know about that. I mean, if if China's that good at what they're doing right now, that they can get through all the all the different security procedures. And imagine what would happen if if we expose that, if we find out that that's actually what they're doing. We should know that too, right? So I just. I feel like everyone's just going, oh, yeah, it's Chinese Communist Party. First of all, the bigger danger to your freedom, everybody, is Google. Hate to break it to everyone. The much bigger threat to your actual free speech and daily freedom rights is a U.S.-based company out of Palo Alto called Google. It is actually that we not know has already been rigging elections in favor of Democrats as opposed to the potential danger that could come from the Chinese. By the way, let me go to... I want to get one call in here, Buck, before we go to break. Uh, Louise in Suffolk County, New York, out on Long Island. Louise, what you got for us? Well, first of all, I am at the Ultra Mega Store located in Ronkonkoma at the America's Warehouse. And um, I have kind of a bone to pick with the two of you. Um, Do you feel that the conservative media has something to do with the loss of the recent election um, because all you guys kept saying was, oh, there's going to be a red wave, there's going to be a red wave, and I know you two are part of that. Um, and I think if you recall the Al Gore syndrome, where Democrats stayed home and they didn't vote for Al Gore, um, you think that that had something, a part to play in why we lost the I, last I, I want to go first. That. i got a lot Thanks to say on this. Call. Yeah, so I understand that argument. Louise, what I would say is if you go back and look every time we talked about what the poll, first of all, the polls were very close, right? We won 51-48 statewide, I mean, nationwide popular vote. That is, Republicans won 51-48 to nationwide, the popular vote for the 2022 overall elections, right? Second part of that, if you go back and listen to us every time we talked about that we wanted a red wave, I wanted a red tsunami, we didn't get it, I'm super disappointed. I said, make sure that all of you vote because this could come down and is likely to come down to a few thousand votes in many of these competitive elections. I, I think, so I I think, think we said anything, that dozens, dro- dozens of times, times saying this is good. key races will come down to hundreds, perhaps thousands, but perhaps even hundreds of votes. We can go back and poll times where I said there are more people listening right now on stations, on small stations in parts of these states, than will be the difference in victory or defeat. And that was the truth. So I, I, I think and, we you know, helped. I, I certainly am. I understand that people can be upset. And I it's like I told you, Buck, it's like a sporting event. When a team loses, everybody wants to find somebody to blame for why things didn't go as they wanted it to. I don't know, because I thought about this a lot. I don't know how we could have used our platform to have been more helpful in the 2020. The number of candidates we had on who were in close races. They all I mean, want, we may have, everyone in a close race wanted to be on the show as often as they could possibly be on the show. 
That's, that's right. We, we couldn't even schedule them enough on the show. They wanted to be on the show all, all the time. And look, you the one that we won, Ron Johnson won by 26,000 votes. I think you can say this audience in particular helped to get Ron Johnson across. I wish we had been able to win more close races, but I don't think we could have done more. I mean, I traveled to Herschel to go to campaign for him in person multiple times. I, I, I really think, Buck, you and I did as much as we could. doesn't mean that the results weren't what we wanted, but I, I, I put my head down at night uh, on election eve and thought we did everything we could. Rising inflation, a volatile stock market wreaking havoc on retirement accounts, economic uncertainties all over the place, could be heading into a big recession next year, too. You know that. That's why the Phoenix Capital Group suggests you diversify your investments. They're introducing investors to high-value oil and gas here in the U.S., with current yields ranging from 8 to 11% APY paid monthly. These are corporate bond offerings, and they're open to all investors with annual interest paid monthly. Phoenix Capital Group offers live webinars to learn about Phoenix's business structure, ways they offer security for the offerings, risks, and their financials. They host live Q&As where they'll answer all your questions. Sign up at investingwithphx.com or call 323-PHOENIX. Investment in bonds has a certain risk. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider all risks involved. Sign up today at investingwithphx.com. That's investingwithphx.com. Or call this number, 323-PHOENIX. That's 323-PHOENIX. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com, that's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.
The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in, Clay and Buck. Our friends at Hillsdale College wish you and yours a happy and blessed Christmas and a healthy and prosperous new year. Since Hillsdale's founding in 1844, they've taught their students by precept and example the teachings and practices of the Christian faith. The college continues this mission in its classrooms and nationwide through its educational outreach efforts. So this Christmas season, our friends at Hillsdale want to thank you for your kindness toward the college. The professors and administration connect with people through their exceptionally well-done online video series. This month, no different. They've prepared a special video featuring their sacred music choir singing O Little Town of Bethlehem in their Christ Chapel at the heart of campus in Hillsdale, Michigan. When you visit hillsdale.edu slash Christmas, you can see and hear the choir, view many other free resources to help you celebrate the season. What you'll find online will be uplifting and inspiring. That's hillsdale.edu slash Christmas. Merry Christmas from Hillsdale to all of you and certainly from us as well. So, Buck, as we went to break, we were playing this Andrew uh, Tate discussion about Meghan Markle. You were talking about this Netflix series that everybody is is watching. It's certainly very popular. And this is the truth. What percentage of people... Do you... Gone to that part yet, but that's the, that's the, the big bombshell allegation. Yes. So what percentage of people in England, if they hadn't been told Meghan Markle is part black, would have ever known Meghan Markle was black? And what kind of racism is she dealing with when most of us think of racism? I'm not an expert, thankfully. But when most of us think of racism, we think of it as most basic level as you look like X, so I am going to treat you like Y. And it is a discriminatory behavior. But for Meghan Markle, you have no idea what her racial background might be, I don't think, just by looking at her. I would imagine that's true for most people in Britain as well. And so I think it is an interesting question because she is arguing that she's being treated unfairly because of her race in England. And I don't know that I buy into that argument at all. I, I just I want to know in in what way is that actually occurring? I mean, you know, I, I would want some idea as to why they think that that is the situation. Other than look, claiming this victimhood status 
It's very popular for people to do as a general matter in the United States. Oh, I'm a victim. I'm a victim. It's very popular to do in the UK as well. And celebrities, as we know, love to cling to it. I mean, people like Elizabeth Warren, right, pretended to be Native American. Yes. Because it was of of particular benefit to her academically. And I, I just think it's interesting that we're we're supposed to believe that that there that, that a person is experiencing acute rate and calling people racists. Right. Yes. This is not a my, calling somebody racist is meant to destroy their reputation, to cast them out from society, to do them serious psychological and reputational harm. That's what calling someone a racist, whether it's the royal family or your neighbor down the street. That's what it does. And to make that claim when you are somebody who I, I, I don't I mean, I would not I do not. Does anyone look at Meghan Markle and immediately think that they would know if she weren't constantly announcing and making claims about her heritage, what race she is. I think the answer would have to be no. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting point too, Buck. And what I will bring home, because I am embarrassingly pretty well plugged in on the royal family for decades. This is embarrassing. Uh, But if you go back in time to when Prince William was dating Kate before they were married, she was ridiculed in the press Because her mom, I believe, was a stewardess on an airline. And she was not, and I think I'm correct on this, she was not of royal lineage, right? She didn't have some extreme title. She didn't have some, you know, she wasn't a duchess. She wasn't. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is there is a, I think, certainly, caste-based, class-based prejudice that exists inside of the royal family. Well, yeah, that I can see. In favor of royal titles, though, is what I'm saying. So how much of Meghan Markle's treatment is not based on her race, but it's based on the fact that she's just a middle-class American actress, right? Like, So in other words, if you elim- if Meghan Markle was just a blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, star, and that star is being exaggerated, she wasn't that high level of an actress, right? We're not talking about... Uh, someone at the peak of uh, of Hollywood. Yeah, she was on a U.S. a USA show that I have suits, never seen, that I've yes. never watched. Right. So, but if you put her and you took away, like, okay, she is of mixed race heritage, whatever, and you made that the least race conscious, like a blonde hair, blue eyed, exact same Meghan Markle, and Harry marries her, and she is a mid tier at best American actress from a middle class at best background. I think she'd probably get a lot of ridicule because I'm old enough to remember when I was studying overseas and in England and when they were dating uh, Prince uh, William and uh, and and Kate, she got roasted in the tabloids all the time because she wasn't of an elite enough uh, class in some people's mind to have been dating William. And I, if that's the case for her, who is British and who has a family, I think that was successful then I would think that Meghan Markle, even if she were just uh, a non, no racial background other than a blonde hair, blue eyed white girl, I would think she would have gotten lit up. And they lit up everybody it seemed like that Harry dated in general, including Harry himself, who remember, Buck, Harry went to a Halloween party dressed as a Nazi soldier. Do you remember that? I do remember that. So some of the things that Harry got criticized for while they now are like, Hey, this is uh, really unfair criticism. If you're the, the 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 second heir to the throne in England, 
and you go to a Halloween party dressed as a Nazi soldier, I can see why the tabloids in England might have had a little bit of an issue with you. And certainly it appears he had a partying and alcohol background. I'm not judging that. Lots of people do. But it's very easy to claim victimhood. If you take a step back and look at their treatment, how much of it is just based on being famous and sometimes, certainly in the case of Harry, having done some dumb things when you were young? Yeah, also it seems to me to be a, a strange thing to marry into a royal family that lives a life of unearned luxury and and financial. I mean, you know, to, to say that they are um, in a in a particularly privileged situation is an understatement. Things are so rough and you're you're so marginalized and things are so difficult that that you get to become a princess and then complain about it all the time and then get to be worth tens of millions of dollars for whining about how hard everybody was on you when you became a princess. I mean, look, I you know I, I'm not into all this. I was forced to watch. I was forced you're to watch. You're now getting a little into bit. it. It's the psychology of this book, and I'll just point this out. She did a sit down exclusive interview with Oprah Winfrey, claiming that she was disgusted by her behavior from the royal family and that all she and Harry wanted was privacy. I believe they now have a six-part Netflix series that seems like the opposite of requesting privacy. I'm just going to toss it out there. If I were like, hey, you know what? I'm tired of working. I've got to have way more privacy. My family, and this is obviously I'm not saying this, but if I did all that, and then, Buck, a year later, there was like a 10-part Netflix documentary that came out about me, you'd be like, I don't know that I buy Clay wanting privacy. I th- I mean, I would just, I think that the royal family is preposterous and should have been abolished a long time ago. And it's hard to take the, the British people seriously as long as they still, at least the ones that think that this is important and should endure. That's my opinion as an American, which I'm allowed to say because I'm pretty sure we won a war so we can say these things a long time ago. Um, but beyond that, I mean, Meghan and Harry are horrible. That's, that's really the real takeaway is they're just narcissistic and, and generally worthless to the public conversation. Not only, Buck, did we win a war against them, we actually saved their entire country. So I think we can comment. By the way, our producer, Allie, this is good. She says they treated Princess Di the same way because Di was more of a commoner. And she says what a Megan experienced, and I think this is a good diagnosis by Allie, is actually elitism, not racism. Well said. That's what I was trying there to get at. She summed it well, up. All right, we come back. Final uh, segment, by the way. This is the last segment that Buck and I will be together this year. Buck's going to have the show tomorrow. I'm headed down to the Florida Keys with 14 family members. I'll be with you on Thursday and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week. Buck will have the show solo Monday, Tuesday. And then we're going to be out for Christmas and the new year. We'll be back with you shortly thereafter. But just FYI, final segment you'll hear from us until next year. This is Clay and Buck. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years and I really like it. 
With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home, the foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 